Today's episode is brought to you by The Star Draft. Are you always the winner of your office Oscar pool? Do you want to win something Oscar-related before Amy Adams and Glenn Close? Well, now you can. Experience award season like never before. Sign up today to create or join a league at www.thestardraft.com. Rachel Berry and Jay Austin sings! And that's how Sue sings it. This is a song that I wrote for Sam. It's called Shouting Out. Ladies and gentlemen, new directions! There was a time when I was the biggest star. Nobody even recognized me. It's because I'm the Gerber baby. Lucy Caboose. No, you're crazy for not letting me shine. Where's Rachel, huh? Being a part of something special makes you special, right? Hello, and welcome back to Gleewind, the podcast where recapping something messy makes you messy. I'm your host with nothing cute or clever to say at the top of the episode, Michael Swan. I'm Jorge Molina. I was gonna say the ep- the podcast where it's always la- uh, Lady Music Week. Wow, um, that's too. What is true? Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, happy New Year. Oh, yes. Wow. Happy happy 2021, 2021, even though time is an arbitrary construct and yesterday is no different than today. Yes. But also, you know, if you if you want a symbolic way of like rebirth, rebirth, this is also a good way because we all could use a good cleanse of whatever the fuck last year was. Uh, we hope you're all safe. We hope you're all healthy. Yes. yes uh, we yes. hope you're all, uh, you know, sane. Shit's um, crazy out there. Because it is crazy. Um, but we're back. We are wow. keeping this going because what else, what else is there to do? Uh, no, and, and we are like deep into, well, not deep, but like we're well into season three now. Uh, yeah, I went to look at like how much we have coming up and I was like, oh, there's yeah. just so much. There's a lot. <laughs> and there's like a lot both in quantity and in like a lot. That's yeah, about it's like a lot. Point. And I, I was, we were watching... Glee clips as we always do um, Jorge and I um, and we pulled up some random New York number with Adam Lambert and I was just like I really actually I know a bunch of people hate New York I can't wait yeah, to get I, to I forgot they did Gloria because that's what we yes, wanted to watch that's and it was, it was legit iconic like, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to get to the New York stuff um, like I think it's more exciting than most of the rest of what we have in season yeah, 3 at yeah. least or it's at least different yeah know? it's different because it, we we did see the, the, the episodes coming up and they're they're well and demented alright uh, you know oh just, yeah. yeah oh yeah Um, today we're only uh, discussing one episode uh, because you know we decided that's, that's the how way, it is. That's how it is today. Because so. it's our show. It's our show. Today we're going to talk about season three, episode seven, I Kissed a Girl, which we already well and discussed a lot last episode with <laughs> we did a bit, yeah, because um, she went ahead and w- had watched. She did the extra credit. I really, mm-hmm. I love that. I appreciate that, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's let, let's dive right into it. Um, uh, season three, episode seven, I Kissed a Girl, originally aired on November 29th, 2011. Uh, it was written by Matthew Hodgson and directed by uh, Tate Donovan, uh, actor Tate oh, Donovan. Oh, work! We love Tate yep. Donovan. Yep, yep, yep. Wow, that's... It's just funny because I'm going to talk about Damages later, as I pointed out. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sure enough, he was on Damages. Yep. Uh, love that. Uh, Hercules himself. Uh, yes! Oh my so. god, yes! So yeah, it, it's this is this episode mostly deals with the aftermath of the... Uh, iconic slap, which we yes. discussed uh, at length last episode, in which a Finn basically outs, not basically outs Santana to the entire school, and kind of like to, by proxy the community at large. Exactly. Um, so we caught it basically right after the the slap has happened. I don't know if it's the next day. I don't know if it's. It seemed after. immediately after. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least she had to change out of her Adele costume though. <laughs> uh, it would have been good if she was still, like, in yeah, the adult yeah. costume. Um, I'm sorry, but since a student had let firecrackers stuff down his pants three years ago, we've had a zero-tolerance physical violence policy. Is that why you've suspended all the kids who have been tossing slushies in our faces for the past two years? Slushies are not on the school board's approved list of suspend-worthy weapons. Here's what you have to understand. I didn't do it. We all saw what happened. You slapped Finn in the face, unprovoked. No, so you don't get it. When I get really pissed off, Santana gets taken over by my other evil personality. Call her Snicks. Her wrath of words is called Snicks juice. I'm kind of like the Incredible Hulk. You can't blame me for anything Snicks does. I'm suspending you and this Snicks. 
two weeks. No argument. Sectionals is next week. If you suspend me, I won't be able to beat Grimace and Mr. Shoe's butts. Miss Corcoran, I highly recommend you do something about this. I'm sorry, Santana. Sectionals is important, but you need to be punished for what you did. I hate to say it, but I agree. This is garbage. Hamburglar Finn is fine. She didn't slap me. I know that it looked and sounded like she did, but she actually didn't. I'm, what is it called in a play or a movie when you pretend to hit someone, but you don't? A stage slap? It was a stage slap. That's what it was. What is your angle here, Finn? The truth. If she didn't actually hit me, then you can't suspend her, right? No. Then that's what happened. Um, there is also slushy continuity in this because... Yes, there is. He's talking about, like, they have a zero-tolerance policy for physical violence. And she's about, like, what about all of the slushies that get thrown mm-hmm, in our faces mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every single yep, day? Yep, yep, yeah. Um, and um, he's like, well, it's not on the school board's list of, of like, yeah, weapons. But, but, but a hand is, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. no. Um, and then as, as, as she's about to get suspended, Finn kind of says, like, no, it actually, like, it was just a stage slap. Like, she didn't do anything to me. Yeah, so. yeah, Finn intervenes. And yeah. I was like, oh, wow, yeah. is Finn being a And then person? it starts this, which Caroline mentioned last week a little bit, but, like, it really is, like, very, like, evident how little consequences to him are about, like... Yeah. Like, or, or like... Because Finn's attitude through this whole episode is, like, oh, I'm gonna help you. Like, like he's, yeah. he's very much, like, the good guy in, like... I'm gonna help you work through this, cope through this, we're all here for you, uh-huh. yada yada. And there isn't, like, any repercussions to the fact that he's responsible for it, and that, like, it's yeah. traumatic, kind of. I was just thinking it would be more interesting, because they try and play it where it comes from, like, a genuine, like, I care about you, yeah. I'm worried and about I, you. And I get Which, that. But I, I almost wish... They'd portrayed it coming more as from guilt for what happened yeah, because yeah, yeah. of his actions. Yeah. Like, that he feels like, yeah. oh shit, I have to make this better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, and, and even if, like, Finn, because I do, I would believe that Finn is, like, oblivious enough to be like, but I'm the good guy, you know? Like, I get that. But I, the show also takes that stance and not, like, it's not a character choice. It's like the show's stance on him. Mm-hmm. And even Santana doesn't seem too bothered by it, you know? She kind of, like, moves on from it pretty fast. Yeah. Um, which I do not love. But anyway, that's the storyline we get. So, um... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he, he says, um, that, that he, he wants a fair fight on sectionals, that he wants to, um, to, to have yeah, her Yeah, he there. wants her to be there. Uh, and she's like, well, the only way it's gonna be a fair fight is if I'm not if there. If I'm not there, yes. And Finn asks uh, the trouble tone to, like, gather together. Yeah, well, you'll meet in the choir room. Mm -hmm. I I have a lesson for us. Yes. Um, Then Rachel's worried about elections. We get Rachel voiceover. (laughs) Rachel voiceover. She says that she's never cared as much about an election since um, Lambert versus Allen. (laughs) Wow, iconic. (laughs) Which, again, opens up a rip in the Gleeverse because, as we mentioned actually just earlier, Adam Lambert is eventually on the show. On the show, yeah. Um, And that, you know, she basically says, it's so important that Kurt wins the election so that I can bring my gay to Yeah, my New best York gay. Because mm-hmm. what if I need, like, a, a makeover or a last-minute souffle? souffle. Mm-hmm. She just say that everyone else is so lost in their own world that they can't see how important this is to me. To me, yes. Then uh, she... We do find out that the hockey player is in a medically-induced coma. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they, they start talking, and Kurt is like, okay, I think I need to pull a JFK. <laughs> Rachel asks, are you going to shoot Britney? <laughs> Which is really that funny. That joke got me. <laughs> really funny. And he, Kurt's like, no, I might, like, which I didn't know that JFK apparently asked his mob bodies to stuff ballots to win. Uh, uh, that seemed like news to me, but history was never my, my yeah. strongest yeah. suit. I, I feel this, like, they would not make that up, but. Anyway, my main takeaway from this is <laughs> in 2020, I don't like, oh, wow, in 2021. Wow, wow. I don't like watching anything about goddamn rigged elections yeah. and stuffing ballot boxes. Because Kurt's like, I, I basically, I, I will have to cheat in order yeah. to win this because I need to get into Niata, and if I don't get this, like, I'm, there's no way I'm gonna be able to make it. Um, then uh, Finn, channeling his 
best Mr. Shu. Not for the first time in the episode. Like, Finn gave me, like, huge Mr. Shu energy oh, throughout well, the Mr. entire... Oh, absolutely. Mr. Shu's his biggest, like, inspiration. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. his role model. Of course yeah. he's gonna turn exactly yeah. into Mr. Shu, which he does. Yeah, until... yeah. he takes over the, the Glee Club. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, until, you know, he no longer does anything. Um, so Finn arrives on the board, Lady Music Week. <laughs> Lady Music Lady Week. Lady Music Week. Which oh, is which... just another way of saying, like, Lesbian week. Yeah. Um, Which I, I, I was I was just saying, he should have called it Lilith Fair. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so this is when, um, I mean, he's just, like, in on, like, f- he, Santana, I don't know if this is the moment where she says it, but she later says, like, you're forcing me out of the flannel closet, she says that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just like, okay, now this f- full week is, like, all about, like, helping out Santana out and, like, yeah. giving her support. And, like, Again, I don't doubt it comes from a very good place. But also, like, have you stopped and asked her if that's what she wants to yeah. do with it? You know? Also, at one point, he calls it a choice in yeah. one of his speeches. <laughs> He's like, you know, your choice now. And I was like, girl. Yeah, yep, yep. Mad. Um, and then uh, Kurt and Blaine perform uh, Pink's Perfect. Not fucking perfect. Perfect. Right? I didn't take a single note on this song. Um, it's okay. It's serviceable. We decided um, we liked Kurt's Kurt. Kurt has like, like a cut up sweater. sweater. Blaine takes the. It's not the rap portion, but like the 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 spoken word part of it. Yeah. It's, um. I don't know. It's okay. I like that song, but you know. It's, yeah. It's okay. Then, uh, Sue, uh, makes it clear that she's straight. Yes, <laughs> she was like, I don't know why they would think I'm a friend of Ellen. Yeah, and then she starts listing because I like I'm the coach of a girls team and I married myself and I have a haircut. And, yeah, um, so she's like, I need in order to like, cause she's down on the polls. Uh, so she's like, in order to like give this image, I need to like get me a man next to me and like mm-hmm. opens her book of past hookups. You took extensive notes on this. Uh, we had oh to yeah, go so back, she like... has a journal. She has a journal called Sue's Booty Calls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down every single one that I could find. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, there was Eric Stoltz, who I believe it's a director, director on the show. On the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd Bridges, who is an actor from uh, Different Strokes. <laughs> Uh, Vladimir Putin, who is uh, Vladimir, Vladimir Putin. Putin. Dan Quayle, who was vice president under George H.W. Bush. Um, Stephen Baldwin, one mm-hmm. of the Baldwin mm-hmm. brothers. And there are notes on some, like, some one's a biter. Yeah, one's yeah, yeah. T- too I think, needy. Uh, like, you know. I think Todd was too needy. Dan was too needy. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, uh, Stephen Baldwin. Oliver North who Wikipedia says is an American political commentator, television host, military historian, author, and retired United States Marine Corps Lieutenant Colonel. Okay. A veteran of the Vietnam War and was a National Security Council staff member during the Iran-Contra <laughs> affair, a political scandal of the late 1980s. Well... She also mentioned that John, tracks the- uh, uh, Johnny Cochran. I was about to say uh, you skipped over Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer, uh, yeah. who I think that the note was like he cries too much cries or too something. Much, yeah. And then uh, not in the book, but says like when she decides who, she's like maybe next time David Boreanaz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then she settles on someone. We don't hear it then, but the show pretty explicitly. We we, we know where it's going. It's you know uh, uh, Cooter. I guessed uh, it because the way I guessed it because it was the previously on was yeah the like, previously on and yeah. Beast is seeing Cooter yeah. like, I was like oh okay so um, that's going south then Beast is eating a turducken for lunch she is um and she's been busy because she's helping the student election but also Cooter has kept her very busy at night oh and we think it's sex but it's actually like lifting Wait, lift- weight yeah yeah we 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 she's falling in love with him that's, yes yeah. Which is gonna turn out not great later on, but you know. No. Uh, then uh, Puck performs a Melissa Etheridge song to Shelby. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't need to uh, spend too much time on this, except Quinn, Quinn side eye. Quinn notices that she he's performing the number, and she's just like shooting looks left and right, um, which we love. Uh, then she confronts him. Says he needs to get his eyes checked. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's wearing <laughs> rain boots that... <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just needed to go back to watch them again. And she invites Puck over the room the weekend to fuck. Yes. Well, before, like, when she called him out on that, he was like, that song is about babysitting for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> bitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, she basically, she, like, straight up tells him, like, you get you get to have sex with me. Uh-huh. Because her mom is on a on a Jesus Boost cruise yes. uh, for the weekend. You kicked ass on that song. Thank you. I do you think you need to get your ass checked, though? Say what? Sing almost the whole song to Shelby. You hardly even noticed me. Yeah, that was so that she would think of me, think of us, as the only ones that could take care of Beth and stuff. That song was mainly about babysitting for me. Look, my mom is going on a Christian wine tasting boat down the Ohio River on Friday. A Jesus Boost Cruise. So I'm gonna have the house to myself. Wanna come over, order in, rent a movie, and not watch it? Remember in the hospital after Beth was born? Told me you loved me. We can get that back. Sorry, not interested. Let me be more clear. If you come over on Friday, you get to have sex with me. Look, I was into you pretty hard a couple years ago because you were hot like a pixie, and I thought you were pretty much cooler than every other girl in the school, but turns out you're kind of nuts. Higher maintenance than Barry, and pretty much the most selfish person I've ever met in my life, so thanks for the offer, but I'd rather raw dog a beehive. Then uh, Finn asked Santana uh, to not kill herself. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Do not <laughs> commit suicide. <laughs> yeah, she, he, he approaches her and is like, I, I'm doing all this because, you know, I saw, like, a kid who posted, like, one of those. It gets better videos. Like, he kills himself later on. And, I, like, okay, and, like, I'm, I'm all about suicide prevention like all of this but it's just the bluntest like oh, approach yeah. for yeah. somebody to be like i saw a gay person commit suicide yeah. and yeah. now i'm oh, worried the- you're going to because of what i did yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's the point i did like but the of course line he's not saying that he's of saying oh you're acting out because yeah i mean i do like the 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 concept of like you act out against others and at some point that's not going to be enough and you're going to act out against yourself i think that's but uh-huh. I, I don't like the context of no that Especially is he him saying it? Especially because yeah, dude, you this is your fault. Yeah, this is um, your fault. So, what do you think of the new assignment? It's pretty sweet, right? Do you realize you're basically forcing me out of the flannel closet? Salazar's ad's gonna run. That's what's forcing you to deal with this. Why are you getting so worked up about this? Because I don't want you to die. A few weeks ago, some kid who made one of those that gets better videos killed himself. All right, you deal with your anxiety surrounding this stuff by attacking other people, and someday that's not going to be enough, and you might start attacking yourself. Hell, thanks, but that's never going to happen. I'd miss me too much. Look, you're my first. That means something to me. You mean something to me. If something ever were to happen to you, and I didn't do everything that I could to try and stop it, I'd never be able to live with myself. Well, um, that whole conversation, considering it was between the two of them, was very... Oh, yeah. It was I heavy. No, it was, yeah, a, yeah. like, I, it, I was like, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and then we get... The slow down arrangement of Cindy Lauper's iconic '80s anthem, "Girls Just Want to Have Fun," which is ripped off by the yes. artist so, Greg so Laswell. So go into this because you, you know. Okay, so um, I, it was so funny because I thought I'd heard this arrangement on Grey's Anatomy, which is not true because I went to TuneFind and looked it up. Um, but a bunch of Greg Glaswell's music was on Grey's Anatomy, and this was a point in time when my music taste was defined by what was on Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like, I would discover artists because of one Grey's Anatomy Mm -hmm. song, and then go buy the whole album and become obsessed. Um, anyway, I went and looked it up. It was, this this arrangement by Greg Glaswell was actually featured in season one of Damages, starring Mm -hmm. Glenn Close and Rose Byrne, Mm -hmm. an iconic television show that's season especially is actually one of my favorite seasons of dramatic Mm -hmm. television ever where it's so thrilling um but anyway basically like he released this in i think 2009 what's the name of this name greg laswell um he released this arrangement in 2009 i believe this episode Mm -hmm. aired in 2011 and it's like it's not just like oh a slowed down take on girls just want to have fun they use the exact same arrangement Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then he's not at all Credited or compensated, mm-hmm. uh, which eventually 
uh, I think we've talked about before, like somebody tries to sue them for an arrangement a baby got back. Then years later, the good wife makes <laughs> uses an episode this for based a plot line and yeah. makes up a song called Thicky Trick. Thicky Trick, which I'm gonna have to plug right now. <laughs> Yeah, so there's like a backstory of 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 this arrangement. Yeah, you're pre-existing and then using it without. And and it's it's repeated um, behavior. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I don't hate this. I don't hate this version. No, I, I think it's a great arrangement. Yeah. I I loved it. I, I especially love. This reminded me a lot of um the Madonna. What it feels like for a girl. That's you know that in the Madonna episode, all the boys sing it. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it's kind of a similar vibe. I love when, like, a, a song is, like, rearranged in a completely different way. I don't think Finn has the range to carry it. Uh, and again, just the context of it is just, it's very, because it's, like, Santana in the middle and all the boys around her just, like, singing this. Yeah. Um, like, I will say, what's, at least, like, this is a good, I hate the context of it, and I hate, like, all of that, but it's still a good performance? It's a good performance, yeah. I just... It's, it's my, my big issue with the the whole um, episode is, like, they're forcing Santana to, like... Yeah. Move at the pace they want her to and not, like, take things her way. Yeah. Um, but it is... I mean, it's a good performance. It's, like, a moving performance. She actually, like, it gets to her. Uh, she thanks. Yeah, she after. was... She cried. Uh-huh. Oh, and I went ahead and looked up a Hollywood Reporter article. Musician Greg Laswell seeks recognition for Cindy Lauper remake. Uh, he says, I think they have enough talent over there that they shouldn't be rummaging through other artists' work, he says of the Ryan Murphy Not program, rummaging. <laughs> which produced a ballad version of the hit song Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. Um, oh. It's, it, so it also, it went into the, it made the, the Billboard Hot 100. Oh, okay. The yeah, Glee version. It debuted mm-hmm. at 59, the mm-hmm. Glee version. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, Interesting. Last of all, Franken stating he wishes that Glee would have referenced that his creative vision paved the way for its version of fun. Um, oh, wow. In the, Glee, in the show's first season, Glee similarly shook up Billy Idol's Dancing with Myself in the spirit of Novel Vague's more oh, obscure, okay. less rock-leaning version. So, yeah, they just do this all, <laughs> all and over again. And it is tricky, like, legally, because it's just, like, an arrangement. It's not... But it's still, like... Yeah. I yeah, I don't know how that copyright works. Um, but, yeah. Then we see Beast at Breadsticks, uh, and she sees Cooter having a date with Sue. Yes. Uh, she goes and confronts them, and it's like, so I thought we were a thing. And he's like, well, I did, like... You'd never said, like, didn't respond to my advances when the one time I tried to hold your hand, you, like, punched me. Because she thought uh, he was trying to steal her, her class, class ring. ring. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he's like, I, I can't do the, like, we don't know what we are. Like, I'm a man. I need someone to, like, mm-hmm. date. And, like, Sue is um, here. Then uh, the student elections are happening at the same time. The state elections are happening at the same place for some reason. For some, it's for plot. Well, actually, for, for plot. Well, yes, <laughs> but also, I mean, it's not unheard of for schools to be used for. Yeah. No, I know. No, I know that's common. I don't know if it's at the very, same time as yeah, student. It's very confusing. Also, student yeah. elections. There. Then we get survivor voting uh, style, yes. uh, where everyone just like goes into the booth and like places. Uh, who they're gonna vote between um, Kurt and Brittany, and there's also the the hockey player, but as you said, he's in a coma. Um, he is in a coma. Uh, Quinn said her father used to vote for whoever was the least ethnic, so she's gonna vote for whoever's the most girl. girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Puck writes in Ross Perot. Yeah. Uh, and everyone else. I mean, everyone is Votes, pretty, pretty predictable. Pretty uh, straightforward. Um, uh, we don't see Rachel going to the booth. We don't. Though. We... Not uh, yet. Not yet. Um, Kurt, oh, cause, and Kurt, like, 
Because we said, like, he was considering, like, stuffing Valis, but, like, he goes and he just, like... Yeah, he both. decided He, he to... doesn't do any, yeah. anything out of the ordinary. We see that Cooter and Sue are also there, you know, for the press and the mm-hmm. state elections. Uh, Emma and Will tell Beast, like, well, you should go and tell him, like, how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get... Jolene. Sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Beast performs Jolene. Dolly Parton's Jolene. Asking Sue to please don't take her man. Um, yeah, there's really nothing to say about that. I have nothing to contribute. Yeah. I yeah. really don't! Yeah. I was sitting here thinking, like, what could I, what could even be said about I do. Beast sings Jolene. That's yeah, the there's, there's... There's the great shot, the bathroom, while they're yeah, all like, the mirrors. Yeah, because, like, they're singing, like, the, she's singing these lyrics are like, oh, you're so beautiful, and, like, it's just Sue, like, putting on lipstick in the in the bathroom. Like, I think that's funny. Uh, but, yeah, there's, there's really nothing to it. You no. know, it's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Um, then we see that the ad that at outing Santana uh, has ran because uh, boys are shooting her weird looks in the hallway. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then some hot mm-hmm. trash sophomore. Yeah, a rugby sophomore. Uh, mm. It's, I mean, the, the the classical, like, I'll straighten you out, girl, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, I think that's so hot, but, like, if you need anyone to, like, turn you straight, like, yeah. here, blah, 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 blah. Blah. And then all the You just girl- haven't found the right guy Exactly, yet. yeah. Like, that, that bullshit. Um, and then all the girls, like, kind of come out. Yes, the, women! Of the, of, the, of the sight lines. I saw the commercial. <sighs> Smoking. Who the hell are you? Josh Coleman, sophomore rugby captain. Girls like you are a challenge. You just need the right guy to straighten you out, and I'm just the man to do it. Move your busted creeper ass now. Easy, girls. I'm just trying to make her normal. She is normal. It's not a choice, idiot, but even if it were, you'd be our last choice. Oh, I get it. You're all a bunch of lesbos. Oh, so what if we are? You don't stand a chance either away. And yeah, and then they start performing uh, Katy Perry's I Kissed a Girl. Which is, you know, a little on the nose, but it's <laughs> dumb, but it's fun. It's, it's, I think I think it's a lot. It's a very fun number. Yeah, because um, they are, you know, performing it in the um, hallway. Then it cuts into the choir room. Uh, there's a lot of choreo, really fun choreo. Uh huh. Rachel has a cute dress on. Yeah. Uh, and this is actually the second time in the show that this song has been performed, if you remember, because Tina auditioned for the New Direction oh, wow. with this song. Wow. Wow. Um, it's true. Which is a weird choice for Tina to do. Yeah, but it's almost like Tina is a completely still different doesn't person. have a personality. <laughs> um, I, I, I think it's a really, really fun number. Then Santana says that she has come out to Gloria Stefan, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. her parents. Uh, <laughs> just without noting that that's who plays her mother. Yeah. It just, yeah. It's a ridiculous statement. High school girl comes out to Gloria <laughs> Stefan. Yeah, people were just like, yeah, I just told Gloria <laughs> Stefan. No, she came out to her parents. She said they were okay, but like the person that uh, she cares about most to come out to is her uh, abuela, her grandmother. Um, yes. And that she needs to tell her before she sees the ad, but that she only watches Univision. And as she says this, uh, Principal Figgins bursts in and says, uh, calls Kurt into his office. Not election dun, fraud. Dun, dun. And it is, uh, he says that, like, he won by a suspiciously wide margin because there's more votes for him that there, that are seniors. Uh, <sighs> and that he, he's like, I thought about cheating, but, like, I didn't cheat. Uh, which is very incriminating. Why would you even, <laughs> yeah, why would even, you? even say that? Um, and his dad was like, whoa, wow, whoa, what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this is, I mean, it's not revealed until the end, but like, Rachel did it. <laughs> and then I'm like, wow, this is really Tracy Flick. This is like... Yes, literally. Like, I mean, it's been said that like, Rachel is like a direct descendant of Tracy Flick since a pilot, but now it's just like, wow. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. Uh, then Beth opened her lip on a corner and had to go to the hospital. Yes. Because we get, like, a scene of, like, Pac being good at math. Because right? of pool business. Because of pool businesses. He's well, Tina like... is passed out behind him. Tina's passed out behind him. Tina had, like, a line of dialogue, which was, like, one of the, when they're all in the girls. And, like, oh. they all said, like, a line. Already had none. <laughs> nope. You know? Uh, or, out. or Rory, you know? Like, no, absolutely not. If this counts as one of his, like, prize episodes, I'd be so pissed <laughs> if I were him. I'm not pissed as a viewer because he sucks, but, like, I'd be like, 
are you kidding me? That's... Yeah. Well, Why he... was I Australian? I don't know what that was. <laughs> he gets reaction shots, you know, in the and he's yeah, the girl. Yeah, no, I he's know, like... but I'm like, that's not one of my episodes, Mama. Yeah, I know. Um. So anyway, while Puck is being good at math, he gets a call from the hospital that Beth fell down and, like, opened her lip. Um, yes. I don't know why Shelby wasn't at the school that day, because she's a teacher. Yeah, that is weird, <laughs> like, that it was in the middle of the school day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's just, like, very manly and, like, taking initiative and, and saying, she's like, like, I had nobody else to call. Yeah. I'm like, girl, then look at yourself. <laughs> And then the doctor comes and Puck is being like, wait, that's not, I don't like that. Bring me a plastic surgeon because they're going to be better. Because um, I've been through shit and yeah, paintballs and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Which my question is like, you might want to make sure that that plastic surgeon <laughs> is covered under Shelby's shitty teacher <laughs> health insurance. Maybe um, she can only afford the general practitioner. But because she's, you know, this helpless little damsel, uh, they end up fucking. Because yes. she was very vulnerable. And then she's immediately like, no, yeah. this was a mistake. She, she decides to be ethical, man. Um, yeah, after she come. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, kicks her. We're all a lot more ethical after we after come. After we come, yeah. Uh, then uh, he leaves. He's like, uh, I, I thought, you know, we had something. And, like, you're throwing this all Yeah, away. you missed a chance to give uh-huh. it on something from the ground floor. <sighs> Me. Me, yeah. It's... it's yeah, I don't... He's like, I loved you because you were a badass, kicking ass in New York as a single mom. Yeah, and it's like, no. Like, none of that makes... Whatever. Mo- moving past it. Because, you know... Like, she's a show choir director. Yeah. <laughs> also, I... Who I, does... Who, who is not at the school, like, apparently five days a week. She's just like, <laughs> probably part-time because she gets to be a house. I can't go into detail about it because I also don't remember a lot of it. But literally last night, I had a dream that involved me... Like, by circumstance, coming into, like, basically, like, being the leader of a, a show choir. <laughs> like, I had to coach this college show wow. choir. Like, wow, wow. Wacky circumstance. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. So, we um, love to see it. I could have been a Shelby Cochran over time. Then we get uh, Santana with uh, her grandma, mm. who is played by... Jane Divergent icon, yes. Yvonne Cole. If you watch Jane Divergent, which you should, one of the best television series, um, she plays the grandma there. Um, and she's so lovely on it. She's lovely. She's the complete opposite of here. She's a homophobe <laughs> bitch here. Because <laughs> yeah. um, she's, you know, cooking for her, for Santana. So then they're like, okay, let's sit down. I want to tell you something. It's actually a, a really good scene. Um, um, th- I saw something from the Glee fandom wiki, so take with it whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but the Santana coming out to her abuela scene was written by Alison Adler and inspired by her own experience. However, Adler was not credited as a writer in this episode. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's how television writing works. No, uh, yeah, no, like it's yeah, it's a collaborative effort. But so I, did not I guess Ali Adler I was guess, a was a lesbian. I don't know either. Mm, well, good for her. And I think we talked about this, or Caroline told us a little bit about this, how, you know, Santana's very much expecting this to go a certain way, and it goes the opposite way. Yes. And that, you know, the the grandmother's like, you know, secrets are secrets for a reason. And I, I, I don't remember the exact line. I'll plug the scene here, but it's like, the sin is not in the action, but in the scandal that happens uh-huh. when you say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, You're so special to me. Santana, are you pregnant? Because I will beat you up with this chair. No, it's not not that. It's just that I've watched you my whole life. And you've always been so strong. Done exactly what you believe and never cared about what anyone else thought of you. Tell me about your life. I know mine. Abuelita. I love girls the way that I'm supposed to feel about boys. It's, it's just something that's always been inside of me, and I really want to share it with you because I love you so much. I want you to know me, who I really am. When I'm with Brittany, I finally understand what people are talking about when they talk about love. And I've tried so hard to push this feeling away and keep it locked inside, but every day just feels like a war. And I walk around so mad at the world, but I'm really just fighting with myself. 
I don't want to fight anymore. I'm just too tired. I have to just be me. Say something, please. Everyone has secrets, Santana. They're called secrets for a reason. I want you to leave this house. I don't ever want to see you again. Oh, you Go you don't, now. I'm the same person I was a minute ago. You made your choice. Now I have made mine. Why? It's selfish of you to make me uncomfortable. The sin isn't in the thing. It's in the scandal when people talk about it aloud. So you're saying it would have been better if I would have kept this a secret? I don't know. I really like this scene. I think it's... When we, again, we talked a little about this last episode in that I think it's important to see coming out narratives that go well as well as coming out narratives that don't go well. Yeah. You know? Uh, and And how... It, it, it can, you know, because this shit happens, you know. No, exactly. Yeah. It's very it's very real. Yeah. And I also did want to mention, uh, I don't know if you ever followed Ryan Murphy on YouTube. No. Uh, Thank God. Or, like, subscribed to his channel. Because he would upload deleted scenes from the show there. Like, scenes that didn't make it. Mm. Uh, and there's one that I'm pretty sure was supposed to air in this episode. And is Santana coming out to the entire Cheerios? Huh. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, it's it's short. It's like a one minute. I'll, I'll plug it here. Uh. Ladies, I'd like to thank you all for your tireless efforts in convincing your parents to vote for me. And for teaching them what voting is and how it doesn't cost anything. And now your co-captain Santana is asked to say a few words. And I'd like you all to listen up. Santana. There's a campaign ad running for the first time tonight that says that I'm gay. Now my friends in Glee Club think that this is something that I should be open and upfront about, not for other people, but for myself. It's no secret that Brittany and I are together. At first, I thought that it was a phase, you know, just a fun thing that would eventually go away. But I guess what I've realized is that I am gay. It's who I am. And if you don't like it, that's fine. Feel free to tell me, but it doesn't change the fact that I'm a natural-born leader and I'm not afraid to cut a bitch. I made out with a girl. Oh, it was before I knew Thank you, Santana. That was very brave. By my reckoning, every student at this school who could possibly come out has come out, so congratulations. The long national nightmare of students coming out is over. Uh, yeah. I feel like I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. You probably have, because it's... Um... It's made its rounds uh, online, but yeah, it wasn't on the episode, but uh, huh. I I wanted to mention it. And yeah, and I mean, if you it, his channel's still up. He hasn't uploaded anything in like eight years, but uh, there's like like six scenes that were deleted from the show that, you know, like a, a full musical number, like... Uh, what musical number? Uh, one, a Warbler's musical number, hmm. um, Christmas gift between Kurt uh, and Blaine, like... <laughs> Uh, Rachel's yearbook message to Kurt, you know, like small shit like that that obviously didn't end up in the episode, but you know, it's interesting to watch. Uh, then Quinn tries to get pregnant again. Good God. <laughs> yeah, so she and Puck are fooling around now, and he's like, Oh, shoot, I don't have protection. She's like, Who cares? And like, yeah, well, she's well, like, What if we get lucky again? Mm-hmm. You, mean, you mean unlucky? Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, you gotta, you gotta figure some shit out. Yeah, uh, I, I told you, like, I think the writers really took Quinn and her, like, let's turn her into the saddest version of herself. Pretty like, much, she can be. Um, yeah, because she's like, I, the the thing with with Shelby didn't work out. Like, let's let's if we did a perfect girl a baby once, we can do it again. And Ugh. it's like, girl, just, like, love yourself a little bit. Um, and that's exactly what Pac tells her. Like, you don't need a, a, a man, you don't need a baby to, like, be good to yourself. You know? Exactly. Uh, which is nice. I don't like that Pac is the one that, you know, makes her realize that. Yeah. But uh, she does need to realize that. Um, you know what? Maybe she needs to be humbled a little bit. Being in a wheelchair for no. like five episodes. <laughs> Not five episodes. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, the, yeah, the writers, like, that's how they, they really just, like, hit a reset button to, and, like, to be like, oh, great, we'll have her get hit by a car, that'll fix everything. <laughs> oh, spoilers! Um, uh, then Bert wins the election. Work. Which means, uh, you know, Sue loses. Because of, yes. She actually lot, gets third place. She gets third place. And, and Beast with, like, a newfound courage of, like, asking for the things she wants. She's, like, she goes, she declares her love to Cooter, uh, and said, like, I won't go down without a fight, because she was, like, the, he's the only thing that, like, is left. Uh, I didn't win. Like, mm-hmm. I actually do like him. Cooter also likes her. But, you know, Beast is gonna fight for what she wants, which, once again, she's gonna regret later. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, and then Santana performs a number. Uh, she performs uh, Constant Craving by our dear, close, personal friend, Katie Lang. Yes, Katie Lang, mm-hmm. who's, uh, who I was so familiar with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Although I do, know, I do know this, I did know this song. Yeah, I have you know, heard the like, song. So I heard yeah. the song. Uh, it's, a, it's a lovely performance that in turn cuts with Shelby singing it. Why is sure. it an Idina duet? It's an Idina duet. Okay, um... Queen is shooting stink eye left and right. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, the one part, I think that you skip before this number is, um... Or maybe it's, maybe it happens after this number, but the line is before the number. Artie asks Finn, where's Rachel? She never misses applause. Oh, she never misses applause, yes. Uh, yeah, because this one, Kurt concedes to... To Britney. To Britney. Yeah, so they're mm-hmm. congratulating Britney. They're congratulating Britney for winning. Um, and so after the... Yeah. I think uh, after uh, the Idina duet. Yeah, as the Idina duet, uh, Idina Santana duet is finishing, we see Rachel crying in the hallway. Yes. Like, single tear. Um, and then she walks into the, the choir room, like, broken up, and says, like, I came clean to Figgins. I was the one that stuffed the ballots for Kurt's election. Mm-hmm. Kurt, don't worry. Like, you're clean, but, like... I, uh, this will be my permanent record. Permanent record, which it isn't real. It yeah, that, what, that's not nothing, a thing, you know? Um, um, and that she will be banned from performing at sectionals. Yeah, he, he, he suspended her for a week and banned her from sectionals. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, damn, he hit her where it hurt. Yeah, yeah. And it cuts to black. Like, that's, wow. that's, that's a that's cliffhanger. It. And that's the end of the episode. Word. That's the end of, of, of girls getting kissed. Um... So let's let's rank these numbers. Uh, wait, no, before uh, slushy or a gold star. I, despite some good work from Naya Rivera, throughout Who we did man like where was that Emmy nomination? The more that I'm watching this season, the more I'm like, why didn't she get an Emmy nomination? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, At least mm-hmm. a Golden Globe nomination. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, I can't in good. Faith give this episode a gold star, so it's gonna have to be a slushy for me because I find it very it's obtuse. It's so, it's such a middle of the road episode. Like it's yeah, so, and the num there's not a great there's not number. a great number. It's so yeah, it's not a bad episode, but it's like there's nothing about it. Like it's, I wouldn't say it's not a bad episode. I mean, I, I there's nothing blatantly bad about it. Everything is just like aggressively mediocre. Yeah. Um. So that is, yeah, it's like a, a slushy. I don't uh, love the Finn stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I it's think the, the, it's, scene it's, from, the scene with uh, Santana and her grandma is, like, so good. Yeah. And Nye is great throughout this episode, but I just can't. Yeah. Especially, like, coming off the amazing work that was yes. last episode. This is just like, oh, the, this. Um, so, yeah, uh, slushy. Uh, our songs that were performed this episode, we have... Uh, perfect, originally performed by Pink, performed here by Curtin Blaine. Pretty, pretty, please, don't you ever, ever feel like you're less than, less than perfect. Pretty, pretty, please, if you ever, ever feel like you're nothing, you are perfect to me. I'm the only one. Originally performed by Melissa Etheridge, performed here by Puck. Pretty, pretty, please, 
else just want to have fun by Cindy Lauper, performed here by Finn with the New Direction Males. Girls, they want to have fun. Oh, girls, they, they, that's all they really want. Those girls, they want to have fun. Jolene, originally by Dolly Parton, performed here by Coach Beast. Jolene, 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 Jolene I'm begging of you, please don't take my man Jolene, 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 Jolene Please don't take him just because you can I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry Performed here by The New Directions Females Constant Craving by our dear personal friend Katie Lang, performed here by uh, Santana and Shelby. Yes, this is also maybe the most demented ranking I've ever had on the... Not demented, but just, like, not my usual... Not my usual cup of tea. Um, first, I have I Kissed a Girl, because it's the only, like, genuinely fun number, uh, even if it's ridiculously on the nose and, like, a gay baby from the rest of the girls. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, second, I have girls just want to have fun, because I like that arrangement, <laughs> and it, it, it works. Um, I don't love the context of it, um, but it's a really good arrangement. Um, number three, I have, I'm the only one? Oh no, okay. <laughs> I think it's mainly just because I like the song, and like, that's what I've had stuck in my head since we've finished watching the okay. episode. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Um, you know, um, Quinn Side Eye. <laughs> Number four, I have constant craving. I think what knocks it down a bit is that it, it's Shelby being in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, it just didn't have the emotional impact for me that it should have, I felt like, for what it was. Number whatever, second to last, I have perfect, because Blaine raps, I don't know. (laughs) Um, And last, I have Jolene, just, I I just really can't with it, I really, I really can't. (laughs) Um, We don't have the same ranking, actually. Um, I mean, I kissed the girls on my top, Uh, it was fun, good choreo. Then I have Constant Craving. Um, I I actually I mean it doesn't make sense that Idina's in it, but I like that Idina's in it. <laughs> okay, where? Um, and yeah, it, it's it's like classic final Glee number, and that like you know we get glimpses of where everyone is at mm-hmm. the emotionally at the end of the episode. Uh, then I have girls just want to have fun. I also like the arrangement. I think it. Uh, I don't again. We don't like the context of this, but I think it's a it's a well executed song, and I like when a song is like flipped on its head. Then I have perfect. Perfectly serviceable, okay number, sure. If it's like a filler number, like yeah, very whatever. Uh, then I have Jolene. Yeah, there's really not nothing about it. Uh, I'm glad that they did Jolene, but you know, yeah, it's, it's like it's, great, but, but mm. like, hmm. and I just have I'm the only one because it's a puck number and fair, I, very fair. I'm really surprised at myself. Puck numbers in this household. Uh, uh, yeah, that's it. 
Um, That's it. So let's let's go take a break, and we will be right back. Have you ever wanted to share a bit of the spotlight with Cher? Or play a game where the imitation game is on your team? Well, this year you can, thanks to today's sponsor, the Star Draft. As our listeners already know, Hollywood Awards season is finally almost here, and Star Draft lets you be a part of it like never before. It's like fantasy football meets the SAG Awards. Here's how it works. Head to thestardraft.com to create a league to invite friends, or join a public league to make new ones. Draft a team of 10 actors and musicians. Think Monique is going to refuse to do any campaigning and still win every award? Draft her. Or do you think Melissa Leo is going to personally pay for a full-page ad in every major Hollywood trade? Consider! (laughs) Before every nomination and award show, set a lineup. Every time your actor or musician earns an accolade, they earn your team points. Then sit back, relax, watch the awards, and rehearse your acceptance speech. The site's top-scoring team at the end of Oscar night earns a cash prize. And it's 100% free. And because we love the Star Draft and you all so much, we've created a public league that you can join right now. All you have to do is sign up and join our Gleewine League at thestardraft.com. That's www.thestardraft.com. We look forward to beating you all award season long. Wow, that was smooth. Wow, one uh, take. Give her another take. Give her another take. <laughs> And we're back! Wow. Wow. Uh, because it's been the holidays, a new year, and that weird taint week before mm-hmm. uh, Christmas and New Year's, uh, there's really not a lot that you've missed not on Glee. I don't think so. I don't think there's anything, actually. I, uh, mm, no. I can't think of a, thi- of a single thing. <laughs> um, uh, Amber wants to do Dreamgirls Live. We love that. Which I'm down for, you know, yeah. but like she's manifesting it. We're manifesting it yeah, as well. Yeah, manifesting. You know. Uh, there's really nothing, because nothing, nothing is happening. Shows are being put on pause. Movies are coming out straight to streaming. There's, right? You know? You know what's kind of crazy? And I don't wish this upon anyone, obviously. It's kind of crazy nobody from the Glee cast is tested positive for COVID. Oh. That we know of. T. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so crazy in LA right now. Yeah. I mean... L- I don't think... L- I'm glad we haven't had to report that. No, news. I know. Yeah. Because, like, there's... Leah's not gonna get it. Like, she's... She's in a bubble. Yeah, like, no, exactly. She's, she's, since June, everywhere. She's, since June, since, like, the tweets, she's been, like, on <laughs> she's a bubble. She's in a bunker. And she has, like, a new child, so, you know, she's, yeah, like... Yeah, she's probably very protective. You know, she's very getting positive. groceries delivered, not from HelloFresh, but, you know, from... <laughs> not from HelloFresh. <laughs> different. Do you think she uses this blue apron now? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I think she probably, like, hires a chef right. or something. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't know. Maybe they haven't, we just, you know, they have not been public about it. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it stays that way. Yeah, we love um, it. Hopefully they're all stay, staying safe. Staying safe, yeah. And not in Puerto Vallarta. Not in <laughs> fucking Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> Kevin McHale is just like, <laughs> being passed around. <laughs> what if, you know, Chris Colfer, like, what if he was a huge circuit queen? Like, Chris Colfer <laughs> with his children's book series. Jesus. Hey, oh, uh, please. Okay, so I guess we can just move on to, yeah. to Six Degrees, our, our signature game where... um. We try to link a member of the Glee cast with uh, another celebrity. Uh, we cannot use a Murphy verse. We have two minutes. The first minute we can go by ourselves. The second minute we can help each other out. You know what? I was really struggling with what to do. I was like, Katy Perry. And I was like, weren't some of them in a Katy Perry music video anyway? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go from Sue's booty call list. And well, I almost made, wanted to make you do, um, uh, fuck, why am I blanking on his name? Johnny Cochran? Who played Johnny Cochran, though? Why, the Sterling end, K. Brown. No, not Sterling K. Brown. He Courtney played, B. Vant? Yeah, Courtney B. Vance did, right? Yeah, Courtney B. Vance is the one who played Johnny Cochran. Okay. Um, oh, he, uh, Sterling K. Brown played Chris, um. Who's with Sarah Paulson, yeah. Yes, uh. Christopher Darden. Yes. Um, I thought about doing Courtney B. Vance, but no. I'm just gonna straight up let me get the timer ready. Did you explain the rule? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. I'm just gonna make you do 
the star of Bones himself, <laughs> David Boreanaz, okay. to Jane Lynch. Okay. Uh, Bones gives me Emily Deschanel, which gives me Zoe Deschanel. Oh, wow. Uh, Jane Lynch. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, Party Down. Um, okay, Zoe Deschanel. Um, 500 Days of Summer. Uh, 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 Jane Lynch, what is... Jane Lynch, Julie and Julia. That gives me Meryl. Uh, uh, Meryl with... With what has Meryl been in? Has Meryl been in any Nolan movies? She has not. Um, okay, I think I have it. Oh, wow. Let me see, this is a wild ride. Jane Lynch was in Julie and Julia with... Meryl Streep. Okay. Meryl Streep was in The Hours with Nicole Kidman. Okay. Nicole Kidman was in Nine with Marion Cotillard. Okay. Um, this is very long, but I made it. Marion Cotillard was in Inception with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in 500 Days of Summer with Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel is sisters with Emily Deschanel, who's in Bones with David Boreanaz. Wow, sure. That's a okay. lot. Uh, David Boreanaz is also the Buffyverse. I don't... I'm not a Buffy man. He's so, like you know, Angel or whatever. I I'm not that. a Buffy person. But I was thinking Sarah Michelle Gellar, um, Christine Baranski, Cruel Intentions, oh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Meryl. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I, I took a really long route, but, you, you know... You actressed your way through I it. I my way through it. Um, okay, mine is pretty simple. Uh, I mean, I don't know how simple, but it's pretty straightforward. Uh, please take me from Dot Marie Jones to Dolly Parton. Um, Dolly Parton... Okay, I, th- I, f- I think the only Dot credit I know is, um, Lizzie McGuire. So, Hilary Duff, Sutton Foster, Miriam Shore... Surely that can get me to Lily Tomlin or Jane Fonda. Um, 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 um. Sutton Foster, Miriam Shore, Hedwig, John Cameron Mitchell, John Cameron Mitchell, Good Fight. Good Fight, Megan Hilty, 9 to 5 musical? Good Wife Fight, Megan Hilty, 9 to 5 musical, Dolly Parton? That works. What were you freaking out about? Good Fight, Christine Baranski, Christmas on the Square. <gasps> Christmas Dolly on the Square! <laughs> okay, wow, 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 you're fucking right. I, don't, I was like, well, Christine Baranski, but, uh, wow, yeah, yeah, duh, yeah, my yeah. dumbass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I was very drunk when I saw that. Yeah, that yeah. Film. So okay. that was, so take, um, me, take me from it. That was uh, Dot Marie Jones in Lizzie McGuire with Hilary Duff, who is on Younger with Miriam Shore, who is in Hedwig and the Angry Inch with John Cameron Mitchell, who is on The Good. Is he just on Fight? But Megan Hilty appeared on both, right? She came back at some point. I don't know if she came back, but we can. I okay, mean, the whatever. connection is and there. And then, and then, either what I said earlier, or then just Christine Baranski, Christine Baranski to Baranski. Christmas on the Baranski Square. Baranski wow, to Dolly Parton. Wow, Christmas wow, wow. on the Square. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we did it. So that's our episode for today. Uh, wow. Wow. Please don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. Please leave a review. We haven't gotten reviews in a while. We wow. love reviews. New year, new, new reviews. New reviews. Love that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at GleeWinePod. Follow me on Twitter at CallMeJorge. Follow me at as underscore seen on TV. Uh, thank you for the music. Thank you for the pod art. Aaron Rodriguez. He's on Instagram at TallPaleAaron. Mm-hmm. Um... And then that um, just leaves us to an outro, right? Yes, I'll just say next week we will be doing two, like we said we'll be doing this. Uh, <laughs> but you got a short episode this week. Yeah, it's, Enjoy it's, it's it. fine. Enjoy it. Um, As a treat. So this, uh, next week we will be talking about the sectionals episode, Hold On to 16, season 3, episode 8, and the belated Christmas episode, uh, season 3, episode 9, Extraordinary Merry Christmas. Wow. Uh, which should be an interesting pairing. 
Um, so right. yeah, and that leaves our outro. Wow, um, I wanted to go as on the nose as possible since it's Lady Music Week. Um, might as well be Labia Music Week because we're going out on Pink by Janelle Monet featuring Grimes from her incredible album uh, Dirty Computer, which Dirty this video computer. has the the vagina pants. Yeah, and yeah. All of this that is, This is for you, Tessa Thompson. Wow. Um, so yeah, uh, we leave you to that, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Pink like the inside of your baby. Pink behind all of the doors. Crazy.